You think people are really going to rise up and everybody I, get a flu shot I this year? I think there's a run on them, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be crazy. Like I've I've seen, I have a couple of friends that still work, um, kind of your big box retail, and they're tripling all of their um, flu goals. So wow, the, the tripling, the, huh? tripling, wow. That's... Um, and so when you start seeing that, like you're going to have this mass group of people who were on the fence about, eh, I get the flu, no big deal. Now you have to worry about, is it the flu? Is it COVID? Is it something else? Um, it's just one thing you can check off and take away. Like I think flu vaccines this year are just going to be massive. Have you seen that, Gina? You're your group. Yeah. You, you've seen a, yeah. an interest in getting vaccine vaccination program going and haven't had it before? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we're seeing now is, you know, it's like we've we've weathered the the big storm and now we're looking to the future. What do we need to do to start planning for flu shots? What do we need to do to start planning for being able to administer the point of care testing um, that we all want to, to be a part of? Um, and I think one of the challenges there is, you know, how do you juggle bringing in patients for testing that potentially have the flu or strep or, you know, those contagious things, and then also provide those vaccinations to prevent some of those things. And so you're really looking at, um, they're, they're going to have to have some type of scheduling appointment setting for some of those things. And I think that's, that's something that a lot of pharmacies are reaching out and thinking about right now. Yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. You know, one of the things we've been pushing is point of care testing on the strep and the flu and having somebody come in with strep or the flu and testing them there in the pharmacy is a whole different thing than having somebody who come in and maybe strep or flu or COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to test them there in the flu. You know, you know, you see these big lines, you know, one thing's interesting, you know, I, I knew somebody who, who went to get tested and one of the things that they started looking at the places to get tested, most of the testing now is self-testing, right? Somebody watches you like with the big chains, and they have those lines outside their pharmacy to do testing. It's self-testing. They watch you to make sure you do it right, but they're not doing it. They're giving you the equipment and having you do it yourself. And not sure I could stick something in my so nose. They're and just kind of walking. Brain, they're just kind of walking you through it. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. I mean, it partially explains a lot of the false negatives that good. we've seen. Also true. Um, yeah, because the in order to get a good swab, you have to go all the way back. And it's you uncomfortable. Spin it and. Yeah. yeah, you have to go both directions. It's not comfortable. Yeah, you got to commit. You know? Yeah, like, no, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's like you almost need the person who's crazy enough to like bite themselves and draw blood yeah. to be able to jam a, a wooden toothpick in your nose. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like, I don't, if, I, if both of your eyes are not watering and you're not doing it right. See, that's a good enough reason to social distance and not be in a position where you think you need to do that. <laughs> no like, like if I get sick, I need to know I don't have it because I just don't. I I know I get. I mean, the other ones, the flu is kind of like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's enough. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and people are—they've gotten complacent enough with the flu where they should go back that deep, but they don't, man. Because you're going, right. yeah. You, somebody's grabbing your hand. You're crying, going, what you're are you crying, doing? uncle? Yeah, yeah you're, you're crying, doing uncle. This. <laughs> but the the scheduling is interesting. So, have you have you had people asking how they can yeah. schedule with Pioneer? Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've had um, a few stores reach out looking for a way to set up the, the scheduling in Pioneer RX. Um, and we do have, you know, you could set up a, a care goal um, with a care action with a due date. But the problem is that you don't have that block view where you could see, okay, these are the dates and the times that I have available. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that, you know, you could 
we can point them to is, you know, Outlook um, or another calendar app. But, um, you know, task, you could create tasks, but still there's not that calendar view. And maybe that's a, you know, there are a lot of controls for that. So maybe an easy thing we can do is, is first start off and wrap a calendar view yeah, around. Yeah, do like a Calendly type of... Yeah, we'll just wrap the calendar view around those action items, those task items, just so you can oh, see. Right. That's true. Kind of like yeah. the calendar view that we do for the uh, med, for sync. med sync. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's just control. Mm-hmm. Just wrap that control. That might be something we can do pretty rapidly. So, yeah, I think it is that certainly there's certainly a design for scheduling. Um, it's just getting enough people doing that, and I think this is you know a lot of things are going to change with the whole mm-hmm. hold COVID. Yeah, it's constantly changing. And another thing that they're reaching out for is, um, you know, they're they're getting a lot of uh, push for screening their employees as well. So, you know, as soon as someone reports to work, here's three questions you need to ask them just to make sure, you know, they're not infectious or potentially have COVID. Um, and so, you know, task, you know, creating tasks and stuff like that can be useful for um, reminding employees to answer those questions. So there's a, there's a few ways to do it, but you know, it's just constantly and always changing things that they're needing to do. It's one of those weird scenarios where, um, an independent pharmacy, you would build pioneer to do something and 4,000 people use it in a way that you never even dreamt that would, would be a possibility. And then the next thing, you know, that, that random wasn't planning on that situation becomes the norm. Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to see people using tasks for next year? Well, and that's when you know that, you know, and that's a goal. You know, a lot of times when we're thinking about things we're doing, we're thinking about, you know, use a kind of a negative way of looking at it and saying, how do we get punished for it? But how are people going to try to use this in ways that we haven't thought of before and trying to make sure that, that, um, you know, we support that and we know how things are going to change and how they're going to get better. Thank you for listening to this clip of the Catalyst podcast. Please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star review to help us reach more amazing pharmacy people like you. To keep up with the latest independent pharmacy news and content, follow PioneerRx on your preferred social media platforms.